Welcome, I'm Paul, and uh, again, this is a video series on uh, how to read, how to understand, and how to make use of the scriptures. Uh, so again and again, we're going to come back to the two questions. Uh, so when we open up the Bible, what is the Bible, this text that we're looking at, a chapter and set of verses, what do those words mean? What is God saying? What is God revealing? Uh, what is he communicating? And so we'll call that biblical interpretation. Uh, the second question we'll ask is once we understand the meaning, so how is that applied to me? How is, uh, how is that um, of use? We're going to make use of the scriptures, make use of uh, the person and the work of Jesus. What gift is it going to offer? So let's start asking a basic question about the Bible. So what is the Bible? What is it a book about? You know, uh, if you're going to go to the bookstore and you're going to find this book, where are you going to find it? What section? Is it going to be in the fiction section? Is it going to be in self-help? Is it going to be spirituality, religion? Um, it'd be helpful to understand, you know, like a subtitle, what, what the Bible is about. Well, let's define it this way. And again, this is going to be the scripture telling us what the Bible is about, specifically Jesus himself. And we'll use Luke chapter 24 and Acts 8. So here's the little lead-in. Uh, the Bible, it's a book about what? We're going to find out it's a book about Jesus Christ, crucified, dead, and risen for the forgiveness of sins. Old Testament promising that, pointing us to it. New Testament revealing that... Uh, this great act of salvation has occurred. So from Genesis all the way through Revelation, the Bible, it's a book about Jesus, about him crucified, dead, and risen for the forgiveness of sins. So two places, uh, Luke chapter 24 and Acts 8. In Luke chapter 24, Jesus is on the road to Emmaus, and he's speaking with these two disciples. They don't recognize who he is. And they're downcast and distressed, and they had just gone through this, uh, we call it the Passion Week, where uh, Jesus had come into Jerusalem, and the crowds were shouting, and then he's betrayed, and then he's put before Pilate, and then he's crucified, and then they hear uh, you know, that the women go to the tomb, and that the tomb is empty, and they're, they don't understand. And the text there in Luke chapter 24, Jesus says to them, um, well, how foolish you are. And how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets had spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and um, enter into his glory? And it says they're beginning with Moses and all the prophets. He explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. So he explains it. I always like to write that word with an E and a capital X and a P and an L-A-I-N. Explain it. Uh, that capital X and the P reminding me of the first two letters in the Greek for Christ. Uh, looks like an X and it looks like a P, but it's really, uh, we refer to it as a chi in a row, Christos. So Jesus himself explains the entire Old Testament scriptures to them saying, this is a book about me. Uh, beginning with Moses and all the prophets. Now, a little bit later, he meets with these disciples again in Luke chapter 24, verses 44 and following. He says to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled 
that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. And then it says there, he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. Uh, amazing, right? They're wondering, they're, they're distraught. What is What has happened here? And it says they're using the scriptures. Jesus opens uh, their minds to understand that all of uh, the prophets, all of uh, the books of Moses and the Psalms, um, that they're all speaking of his death and resurrection. So he, he says, uh, verse 46, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So the Bible is a book about Jesus Christ crucified, dead, and risen for the forgiveness of sins. That's the consolation. That's the hope. And we always keep that at the center of our discussion as we're reading uh, the scriptures. So we explain it, right? Always taking the scriptures and looking for this gift, the forgiveness of sins, the person of Christ, the work of Christ, the promises of Jesus. Now, the second portion is Acts chapter 8. And Philip is there, and he's told by the Holy Spirit to go up to a chariot. And there a Ethiopian is reading from a scroll. And we're going to find this from the prophet Isaiah, uh, specifically reading Isaiah chapter 53. So Philip goes up to this uh, Ethiopian, uh, and he's in the chariot reading, and he listens in. And uh, Philip asks him a question. He says, um, so uh, do you understand what you're reading? And the Ethiopian says, well, how can I unless someone explains it to me? So he invites uh, Philip to come on up and sit with him. And they begin to talk about the text, Isaiah chapter 53, that was being read. And the Ethiopian asks a wonderful question. He says, "Uh, please tell me, who's the prophet talking about? Uh, who's Isaiah talking about? Is he talking about himself or is he talking about someone else? And again, this is the Isaiah 53 portion that speaks of the suffering servant. Um, Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows, and yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. So that's what he was reading. And then in Acts chapter 8, it says there that that Philip took that very portion of scripture, Isaiah chapter 53, and began to tell him the good news about Jesus. And if you read Acts chapter 8, this leads to uh, the Ethiopian's um, baptism. And you can think about how he went back to his his continent and spread the gospel uh, from that one conversation. So, uh, a little assignment again. It's not called an assignment. Let's call it a little invitation. Uh, Read Luke chapter 24 and uh, Acts chapter 8 and see for yourself how um, when we talk about interpreting the scriptures, the meaning of the scriptures, uh, we're going to aim. The aim is always going to be how can we explain it? How can we find the person and work of Jesus there? for the great gift of the forgiveness of sins. So we're always going to be asking those questions. What does this uh, text mean? What does this portion of scripture that I'm reading, revealing? What is God saying? And then how is that applied to my life? What gift does it offer? So we take heart and we find great comfort that the scriptures uh, 
that they are God's word to us and that they're useful, these salutary uses, right? Useful for right teaching and right living and they guard against false teaching and false living. We make use of the scriptures um, and specifically we make use of the person and work of Jesus. Uh, These are the scriptures that reveal him and we receive uh, whatever gifts he gives to us. He is for us. He lives in and works through us. He's uh, with us always, even to the very end of the age. And so uh, encourage you, encourage your friends, your family. Let's start reading, right? Let's start reading the scriptures. Um, suspend the disbelief, right? If there's all these uh, these questions that keep popping up in your mind, how can this be? And let's see what happens. Uh, again, specifically, what happens when dead things, us, you and I, dead in our transgressions and sins, are brought to the living, active Word of God, the resurrected uh, person uh, of Jesus. And let's hold on to the promise that these words are living uh, and that they're active, the very words of God.